I say, so what? How many, how many people broke their thumbs? How many people lost their teeth? Was it unsafe? What is unsafe? You know, unsafe is having cracks on a pitch or having the entire ground at a, at a five degree angle as a home of cricket. Oh, he's knocking over. What a river, what a good piece of ball. All right, if you're a cricket fan, you need to listen to this. This is the State of Cricket podcast brought to you by Cricket Khadil, where we discuss the present state of the game and correlate it to its future. All right, uh, yet another episode of the State of Cricket. This week, we are talking about uh, the fallacy of the cricket pitch because uh, clearly the cricket pitch in India versus England ping ball test that happened uh, where it got over in 102 overs. Uh, the commentary box talked about it as a pitch which was ruining test cricket. But today uh, when Australia versus South Africa, Australia won in that same number of overs. Uh, the commentary box was saying, well, the interesting, interesting, the match is moving so quickly. So, uh, two things we want to discuss is uh, what is a good cricket wicket and should there be demerit points for a poor wicket and the double standards, which we always love to talk about. Uh, the West versus the East in this particular regard. So with that, I'm going to be opening up the floor uh, for folks to get the ball rolling. I, I personally don't mind it. I think I think it's it's just a just a question of uh, whenever your side wins, you will want to defend it. Whenever your side loses, uh, I mean, you will obviously find things to blame. I, I don't see any reason why we should not be the ones. Uh, making a big, uh, you know, song and dance about why should a pitch be green? If the Indian subcontinent pitches give a result, then they are the competitive pitches and not the ones that are potentially dangerous and knock people's heads off. I think we should be doing the other way around. I think we should be the ones complaining about the green tops. Yeah, agreed. I mean, both dust bowls as well as green tops are are good for Test cricket. It's the roads that are destroying the game, right? because uh, those flat tracks really don't help any other side beside the home advantage that's the south asian team so regardless of what happens um, you can have a green top and somebody commented about it right just recently regarding the pakistan versus england test match which was like a completely uh, game played on a barren pitch where it's not really the green grass that makes a difference, it's the cracks that make the difference in a pitch. Mm. So the grass yeah. is just uh, makeup on top of a wicket, which kind of is uh, is there to scare the commentators, the batsmen, the bowlers. <laughs> that's not what really makes the difference. Is the cracks on the wicket which which do, and that's what makes it deteriorate more than anything else. Um, but what about the what about the commentary box um, like talking about it in such a fashion I think that the English commentators would have been all over if England had or Pakistan had managed to draw or win those matches then they would have said oh look run fest you know boring damaging cricket uh, <clears throat> the fact that England managed to win those games commendably by the way uh, means that now the same English cricketers are silent because you know, hey, it is a monumental victory, first in God knows twenty-five thousand years. Uh, so the English commentator, who the f- who gives a fuck? 
Michael Vaughn is a non-racist bastard. Who gives a fuck? No one cares. Fuck him. That's my opinion, at least. No, agree. Um, Michael Vaughn. In fact, uh, today Michael Vaughn was asked that question by uh, by Nikhil. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people must have asked him that same question <laughs> because he had taken a picture on one of I think it was his backyard in England with complete was it home of the home of cricket. What what is what is dangerous? That's that's something that we need to define. The dangerous is is it dangerous to the game of cricket that you get no results, or is it dangerous to the batsman where the ball does unpredictable things and will knock people's head off? Because we had the uh, the Australian batsman a while ago. Uh, I forget his name now, but he got a he died after having a ball. Phil Hughes. Uh, Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes. Right. So so what exactly is dangerous? That's the definition that needs to be done. Test cricket not getting results, or batsman um, uh, potentially dying, or third, dangerous is uh, a limited set of white English and Australian uh, cricket commentators, ex-cricketers, passing their individual judgment of what they want to see on a cricket pitch, especially when it helps their own national side. No, it's it's not helping their own national side because we saw Mike Moan tweet up. Typical hypocritical tweet uh, when the national side was not, not even involved today against Australia uh, at Gabba. That the, when two innings were over 110 overs, he finds the game is moving fast as compared to when two innings were over last year at Narendra Modi Stadium. And he called it a pitch that will kill test cricket. So I think that's, uh, that's hypocritical. Uh, even the Rawalpindi pitch, uh, Pakistan versus England, came under scrutiny for being quote-unquote dead pitch. But if you have a brave captain like uh, Ben Stokes, you can bring a result out of that and you can bring the opposition under pressure and that's how Pakistan crumbled. They had the match in their grasp because the wicket was easy. This Bangladesh wicket is also, people may criticize, but I think it's a good test wicket. It lasted five days, even after staying low on the first day. So I think subcontinental wickets are targeted by these so-called English experts. But uh, I would like to see them comment anything about the GABA wicket. I mean, 34 wickets. It's not like South Africa batted poorly. It's 34 wickets at uh, 17 wickets a day at 250 runs a day. That's, that's a lot. There was, there was an interesting comment that Steve Smith made uh, after their victory. He said, not much fun for us batters on that kind of a wicket. Right, which speaks everything. Yeah, somebody, uh, some ex-Australian cricketer also made a comment like the batsman didn't even have a chance to go change their undies. So you know, (laughs) that's that's how quickly because yeah, because even for chasing thirty-four, they lost their four wickets. That tells you something. At least at Narendra Modi Stadium, when chasing forty-nine, India made it without losing a wicket. Those, those uh, former test cricketers who continue to target Indian pitches, I wonder how much their own trauma of uh, not having done well themselves or having had any, even come close to a victory when they were playing uh, in their careers, how much of that do you think plays on their mind? I think uh, it does. You think now? Maybe, maybe not these days. With the amount of padding that they have, I mean, it must be worrying them, but 
I would be more no, worried. No, I'm, if... I'm talking about the former Test cricketers. No, he's not when the former. When the minutes coming, like, yeah. Like yeah. when Mohan and Mental trauma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think I think it's a lot of the hurt that um, I think each uh, generation of great English and Australian uh, cricketers they have won at least one Ashes, right? So they have some some uh, hook to you know hang their coat on, but none of them. Have actually won a Test match series in India uh, in living memory. Maybe uh, who came? England came close. England didn't England win? Yeah, Alistair one? Cook. Alistair Cook. Alistair Cook. Commentary box. He goes and plays county cricket, gives back to his huh. game in the right yeah. fashion. I mean, he's old school completely, right? That's what yes. these guys from the past used to do. Even even after retiring. They just did not leave cricket, and you know. I think I think that's also because when he goes into commentary box, he has clashes with Mohin Ali, and they have interesting conversations in the commentary box. I so once, then you decide, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, decides. He yeah, decides just tough. let's just play county cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but for example, Kevin Peterson was part of the winning squad, and he he doesn't have much uh, too many bad things to say. So I think that a lot of people who are actually commenting are the ones who, who they have still not gotten over their their. Trauma that they were not able to make even a dent on a match, even when they were not at the strongest. No, agree, um, and that's why conversations for like these really don't make any difference, which happen outside. But I feel if there is a pitch that is dodgy, there should be demerit po- points for that particular wicket and for that particular ground, because that makes a big difference for the spectators. For the players, for everyone involved, right? So, be it yeah. Rahul Pindi or Sydney, doesn't matter. I think player safety has to be. I think there was one Test match between West Indies and England somewhere in 2009 or 10 that got cancelled because the soil was so bad on the pitch that on in the first two overs the umpires decided to call it off. And I think similar time frame there was a ODI between India and Sri Lanka that was called off. Because the balls were rising from Goodland spot suddenly, and some were staying low. So that kind of pitch, I would qualify as a bad pitch. But uh, all this criticism about a Pata wicket, yeah, India played on Pata wickets for so long in subcontinent and still produced results, right? I mean, so yeah. yeah. yeah but I would say that with with the uh, how long before bass ball eventually runs into like one risk too many, and then the whole. Fifty all down, right? So this baseball is working right now, so it, it is probably fine. But at some point, even they will kind of run out, and then I think to win no, no, on a part of it. Don't worry. When no, they come to that, India, it that is another point. <laughs> because Pakistan just doesn't have the quality that. A team like India has to beat them in subcontinent. Pakistan's right? middle order was dodgy. I mean, in both Test matches, they had they had a chance. They they were even in the third second Test match, they actually were winning it, and they gave it away just because one dodgy decision from the third umpire, they literally they they lost it. Also, the fact that this baseball thing, I was trying to research what what this baseball really is. It's just Brendan McCullum's style of saying that we are going to go for the win. I mean, what the heck? Like, but English- did you see? Did you see? Uh, what's his name? Wasim Jaffer's interesting tweet on that today. No, no. 
he he put cheteshwar pujara's photo after his century and he said pujara can do baseball but baseball cannot do pujara <laughs> nice nice <laughs> nice because pujara steamed from 60 to 100 like a baseball style yeah 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 100 in 130 balls right yes his fastest test 100 the the thing that's happened out of this particular victory today india bangladesh as well as south africa australia is it opens the world t20 yeah. like wtc table right because yes. there are three teams now for the top two spots right really yes. which is and quite pakistan loses again when pakistan is truly out of contention and yeah. south africa lose one more test then india inches even more closer to south africa and because that will becomes india australia will truly become like a semi final and especially if even if australia is coming to india that's not going to be an easy series for india no to win no especially with the batting collapses and rohit sharma and all that uh, that's happening with the indian team it's not it's also not going to be easy series for australia to win because david warner is woefully out of form and steven smith is not at his best so they they are only relying on uh, labushain and all the other guys i don't know how they will fare on subcontinental wickets especially if you dish them wickets like last year we dished to england in chennai and uh, narendra modi so we'll see yeah yeah no that makes sense i think um, we need to make sure that there are demerit points um, that are awarded what can happen because we are looking we are a forward looking podcast when it comes to pitches what are your thoughts on what can icc do uh, to imp- i wouldn't say improve the standard of pitches but what can icc do in terms of consequences or awards or rewards i mean uh, there has to be some standard like even though the brisbane wicket was not uh dangerous per se but you could not even I, i saw some highlights and you could not even make out the difference between the pitch and the outfield so if you you cannot leave that much grass and as a result it's evident 34 wickets in 2 days right i mean that's also killing test cricket test cricket should in my opinion to be reverting for at least 3 and a half to 4 days you know by third day you should start seeing somebody leading or somebody you know having an edge in the format in the test but at least it should last that long you know i would i would have a similar fair criticism about uh, narendra modi stadium pitch last year because the game ended in two days but then it was a pink ball test because pink ball tests usually don't last too long um and so i would think actually i was i was happy to see the pitch that was dished out at the bangladesh uh, you know chitabang stadium and even the pakistani wickets pakistan wickets are little too flat so you have to have the english baseball kind of batting and you know risk taking approach to produce results but you should find a somewhere in the middle you know don't need a total dust ball but don't also need a gava style of wicket you know last year when or uh, two years back when india went to brisbane and the wicket that they had given to india australia which held good until the fifth day so fifth day also you could chase 320 runs on the fifth day but it was riveting cricket that's the kind of wicket we all want to keep the test cricket live agreed i think i think i would i would suggest because we are uh, we're we're giving 
the pointers that icc can give is demerit points definitely need to be uh, given to teams or countries for that matter uh, or for stadiums um, that's one in terms of standardization i really feel like the future is with the drop in pitches because there is a chance of i don't think any country has perfected that art but i feel if anyone wants to start a manufacturing company in manufacturing these drop in pitches i think it's not a bad idea because if you are going to be able to do that consistently i think it will be it will be really fun because it's going to take the amount of pressure from the groundsmen from the curators and just imagine right if you've got like um, a spot like a grave in between the the grounds where you just bring in that pitch and put that in why not i i would say standardization is critical uh, if it's possible right so i don't know how far are we from there but i don't think the future is going to have groundsmen preparing wickets again and again i think drop in pitches is the way to go that's good and when you uh, mentioned demerit points i think right now demerit points are just demerit points against the board or the country i think it should be demerit points that that are negative point towards the wtc points table mm yeah if you are the host nation and if you dish out a bad pitch like brisbane then that's a good australia one. should be docked just like slow over rate the team is the home team is docked or whichever team is docked the bad pitch the home team will be docked whatever i i don't think demerit points are the way to go because test cricket for the past 150 years has survived fairly well uh with only a handful of instances i don't think we should be jumping the uh, by giving demerit points even though the idea is sound in in theory uh, it will be highly highly difficult and very, imagine tomorrow if india and pakistan start playing test cricket and suddenly icc or uh, pakistan demands a demerit point for a chennai or whatever pitch uh, can you imagine the kind of uh, distraction that will happen it's just going to be uh, subject it's very subjective that's my point demerit points are very subjective unless you have a standard scale and we are none of us are experts on the and, clay and content the sand content etc that's what we But, suggest and, and there is no and there is no standard there is no one standard so for example drop in pitches are also not not a standard solution because it has either it has to be every ground that plays test cricket there must have drop in pitches or uh, or just keep it as it is like the ones who can afford do it the ones who cannot who i mean so be it right uh, i but, but I'm, even I'm right now the demerit point scale is isn't it at the mercy of or at the discretion of the uh, match referee yeah what is it, it, it is and it is yeah it is it is uh, but then again it's not a full pro system and it's very rarely in, incurred anyway when uh, generally when there is no no dissenting voice and that's why we have this for example why was there no uh, demerit point against the pitch that killed phil hughes we don't know that because that's a australian sheffield shield no, no i don't think that that's a that's a team fault and that was that's not a bad you can you know but, but somebody accident. died right so but that's that's my no, point that the demerit points how how do you know we don't know nobody nobody no, complaining ball, about it because if, the tragedy is so bad replaced, the ball just shoots off from the woodland spot and feel huge reaction and the 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 he shows the, the back of his head he shows the back of his head was they have now mandated the additional guard here for the helmet 
that was the icc's yeah. guideline on that some players still don't wear it i see but most players yeah. do and so because this part of your neck is exposed when you do that so so that's what i'm saying that if it is player safety and if people uh, like for example the top 10 batsmen uh, let's say one or two are playing in a test match and they, they all break their fingers fine you have some kind of evidence or some kind in the yeah i see that i don't when the matches get over too quickly i mean your fucking people are not talented so what is the problem of a pitch how can you penalize somebody because people are not able to fucking stay on the on the wicket no 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 i don't i, I don't agree i, I, I agree i agree india indian match indian got all out both the times cheaply but india not so much but here in south africa australia match i am saying and it's not i'm i'm calling it not a dangerous pitch i'm calling it is not a good pitch to garner the interest further in test cricket if you are letting which is a fair so, comment which is a fair comment but yeah, when we are talking about demerit points yeah. it, there has to be a scale where you can say okay on the x and y axis right. you fall on so this particular quadrant and i don't think that there is scale, one you have to come up with some scale and some guidelines for that because just like odi cricket and t20 cricket is becoming like bowlers are becoming a bowling machine i just don't want the other extreme as well you have to find the right balance which is why i think that one of the practical things that we could do and i i've mentioned this on one of our earlier in the contest as a uh, podcast as well that maybe we need to look at not the pitch but the actual rules and how we actually play test cricket there is far too much of um balls just being left alone wide outside the off stump or wide outside the leg stump have one single rule that if it is outside the leg stump in t20 odi and test cricket it is a wide you know then people will start bowling at the batsman and you will get more results something like that so yeah yeah that, some of the wide rules can be tightened in test cricket so that you can see you you won't see that negative line of bowling especially mm-hmm. when teams are too much in arrears in the first innings and they start bowling the the leg stump line just to mm-hmm. you know try and go for a draw it's it's actually a fascinating thing uh, where um, uh, who's the icc person no one, no one actually knows who that person is now shashank manohar is it still <laughs> you're living no. a decade back man maybe icc is such a good organization organization some english guy english? some english guy new zealand english or south african oh english guy <laughs> we don't <even> know. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> We we okay. only care if there's an Indian ICC person, man. We, yeah, we only care if Ganguly was going to be nominated or not. Yeah, exactly. Was not. Our interest was gone, right? Nah, just kidding. No. no so, but anyway, I think I think I'm not those, kidding. I don't really have access the to ICC the data. No, no. But the point is that the ICC president will have a cricket committee, which will have a pitch committee. I'm pretty sure that they have one. Yes. And yes. Uh, if there is clear data, we have 150 years of data. where we know exactly what kind of a pitch it was maybe we can have like a little picture and then it's going to be a backward looking indicator where you say that when a pitch had x amount of moisture x amount of grass cover x amount of clay content or whatever it is the the match in the top 5 or top 6 test playing nations where the standard of players is very high this kind of result happened so if you look behind and we can plot it on on a uh, on a map we should be able to have a statistical regression to say what kind of a pitch is likely to deliver what kind of a result so it, it is a statistical study that uh, so in have that to case do. i think you can take a sample of the wicket before the game starts and does it have enough of that compacted soil or not some minimum criteria right 
and does it have you can you have to have that much or you cannot have more than this much grass on the something like that yeah you know so yeah. it shouldn't look like so as long as it is scientific as long as it is it is scientific then we will actually be able to look at a pitch and say okay this is this meets the standard before a ball is bowled once a ball is bowled even a one single ball yeah. is bowled yes. you have the subjectivity that creeps in and we need yes. to do this pitch gradation and before a ball if is you, if you can meet the standards before the ball is bowled then you at least then the host nation at least has the option to shift the venue or whatever it is or otherwise yeah. the game is but the yeah i mean that that could be a good start to you know and then based on that you can give demerit points towards the wc point yeah and exactly since and we're then, talking about yeah. some obsolete standards or obsolete rules did you watch the shreyas ayer dismissal slash non dismissal which due to an 280 year old rule he was given not out uh no so shreyas ayer is bores me to death so i have no interest in shreyas ayer no so shreyas ayer was bowled by ibadat hussain so uh-huh. it was a good off batter that got faint nick on the off stump the bales on the leg stump lit up because you know now you have this new technology where as soon as the ball or anything hits the stumps it lights up right bales on the leg stump lit up but just prior to that over something had gone wrong with the off stump bale so they had replaced it so it's a new bale and apparently it was too heavy so the leg stump bale did uh, kind of jump up but did not come off the groove so it went back and said it is still lit up but it's still resting on the groove it's dislodged but resting on the groove and the off stump bale did not move so neither of the bale is completely off the groove so he was given not out and i think i think he got lucky but i think that rule should be scrapped now i mean if you have the lighting on the bales now it's quite clear that in the old days when there was no lighting on the bales it was not clear if the ball really touched the bales or not but now if the light goes up it should be out i think they need to change that rule so icc has a lot to look into when it comes yeah. to test cricket <laughs> clearly it's unfortunate yeah. that a small little podcast is trying to point these things out to them instead of them thinking it through themselves so yeah because they're busy looking at the hundreds and the ipls and the uh, you know bbls now makes sense now now did you did you notice that even ashes are not going to be played during the english summer is that right yes because the the month of july month of august which is typically july august is the month for the home ashes but the month of august is going to be reserved for the 100 so ashes are going to be played in june and july which is a month earlier for ashes so it'll be interesting to see because it's cold weather guys got to eat man they have to yeah, in their pockets exactly, they have right? to bring food to the table so i mean i i'm yeah. not surprised uh, test cricket and ashes um, in fact someone was telling me um, uh, that australia and india would be much more of a coveted series than australia versus england these days because yeah. what the indian audience brings to the grounds regardless of who they play right that's why uh, 
they want to make it like an ashes series where it the border gavaskar trophy uh, becomes that right it kind of replaces the ashes where it becomes a rivalry for the years to come and since you're talking about the pitches one final note i don't know what's going on in australia there a big bash league game where a team was all out for 15 so no i agree any parting thoughts uh... i can't wait for england to come i, I just want them to apply their baseball to akshar patel at mutera <laughs> be all out for 50 Hey, 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 hey. Not Motera, Narendra Modi Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> uh, Motera is not that bad a stadium. Wankhede is worse. Wankhede, the India versus Australia games. Wankhede has delivered worse wickets than any other ground in India. No, no, not not just worst wicket. Wankhede's size is also really bad. I mean, one boundary sixty, and the other bound after the renovation. Yeah, uh, at least so, all I want. All I want. Yeah, all I want is for England to come here. Australia as well. Australia, frankly, fine, whatever. Um, for them to come and then say that you know they will not last for whatever. Uh, I want actually. I want India Australia games to go till end of day four, or possibly morning of day five. So I want Australia to prove that they can be a good competition to India, and then England will come and lose in three days. Then fuck off, baseball. No, no. What what we should do to England is bring them here, give them a Narendra Modi style wicket, then take them to Mohali, give them a fast pitch and unleash Siraj, Shami, and Bumrah at them, and then take them to Ch- Chapak and give them a flat, you know, the typical dust bowl where Pujara will kind of you know grind them out and beat them all three ways. That's what you, you are very honourable, Nikhil. I have no I have no honourable bone in my body. <laughs> when it's a game of cricket let them no, no, let them make dust ball on lord yeah <laughs> and i only dare to see that this year because now pujara is back to his grinding ways and scoring runs because that's the only batsman who can grind out on a dust ball i have no faith in any of the other indian batsmen we'll we'll see yeah. i mean there's lots to uh, happen before england visits india because australia is going to visit yeah. india and then we've got the wtc so we'll see if uh, this changes anything going forward but i think uh, we've got pointers uh, regarding the wicket preparation uh, some standardization um, uh, which are basically takeaways that icc can take and then do whatever they want to do or maybe we'll just discuss 20 episodes down the line the same thing all right that's a mark that's the episode guys thank you for listening again hit subscribe on itunes or follow on spotify